The Am I Wrong was so interested today how it was like men on one side, women on the other side. There are a few that crossed over, but you're right. That was. was pretty much it. We also went over how you're disrespectful. Right. When it comes to sandwiches. Sure. It seemed like a lot of texters were on my side, to be 100%, to be 100% honest. Bunch of other freaks. Um, Speaking he, of freaks, how about peeing in a banana suit? Yes. That was our that was our trash flash. And happy hour, maybe it's just me. We're really good today. I Man, it was a fun show, wasn't it? Come on. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Here it is on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something, so they call us up so you can help them work their way through it. That is why we have Amanda on the phone with us right now. Amanda, what's going on? On. Why are you on Am I Wrong today? Okay, so <laughs> I've I've been out on like a lot of date, a lot of dates. Like I'm on the apps. I'm I like I say yes to everything. I go on a lot of dates. Okay, like, I go to places where like if a friend invites me to something where I know I'm not going to know everyone, I always go yes because I might meet someone. Like you know, like I'm open to meeting somebody, so okay. that's good, right? But. Here's the part that everyone gets mad at me for. Um, my friends have kind of pulled me aside and said, I can't do this anymore. I need to give people more of a chance. But really, for me, as soon as I know a guy it's not going to work, I just I bounce. Like, I leave the date. Like, I'm just like, okay, I, you know, I don't think it's going to work. I'm out. In the middle of a date? Yeah. I mean, if I know, why waste time? And also, like, I don't want to rack up a huge bill and have to be really nice. And then know that we're not going out again. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's more honest. I feel bad, if, especially, like, if I know that he's paying and I'm like, oh, I don't want to. We're not going to work. We buy, you know? And I, so I just, my friends are like, you have to give everyone more of a chance. You, you can't just make decisions that fast. And I'm like, we all make decisions that fast. Wow. Just, we kind of just are nicer. I don't know. I'm just tired of it, I guess. I'm so exhausted. Well, hold on a second. Like, what's the quickest you've ever called off a date? So you've, like, left in the middle of dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Before dessert, I mean. But, like, yeah. I was wow. like, I, you know, and I put money down, too. Like, I was like, I can't, you know, I'm sorry. I know this is not going to work. So you'll put so. down some you'll put down some cash and then be like, hey, this just isn't working. Damn, that's gangster. <laughs> so can you give me an example of what was like one of the reasons like you just said, hey, this isn't going to work? Was it like a big reason or, you know, they didn't know how to use the right fork at a fancy restaurant? Like what what level are we talking here? Well, it, it varies. The right for I don't care about the right fork. It varies. Like one guy kept referring to, kept talking about females and how like he's like, I, I, I have a tough time with females because I can't get in their head. Females. He kept calling them fe- like women, females, and I was like, oh, no, no, <laughs> like, okay. what are you, what? that was weird, right, so that was, like, within about 10 minutes, I was like, nope, bye, so that was a good one, uh, what are some of the other ones that I feel like, I mean, I'll tell you a couple that are going to get ma- you mad at me, but, like, there's obvious ones, like, when someone's politics are so, like, cr- like, not even crazy different than mine, but just, like, they're really aggressive about it, okay. and then it's like, okay, bye. That's yeah. not good, but like, there's some other like tiny things like. And, so, so I guess that's where I come back to it is you know I and again am I wrong is up to the listeners to weigh in yeah but to me I I mean I go back and think of like my first date with my wife yeah there were things that got brought up that I knew for a fact that were deal breakers with me right yeah like my wife said look I don't want to have a family and I was like well I do you right. know obviously she changed her mind on that yeah um there are things that. At first blush, maybe people are telling you what they think you want to hear versus like what they really want to do. True. I, I don't get me wrong. There's no one who's a bigger fan of not wasting time than I. Right. But when you're dating and you're trying to get to know somebody, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Well, I'm just like you can at least finish out the dinner. But then I think like if I'm that guy, then it's then it's there's no gray area. It's just like all right, it didn't. There, there's no him like. From a guy's perspective. There's no text coming in two days. Right, I'm not texting you in a couple of days. Yes, it's going to sting like a mug that first few seconds. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, cool. I don't have to wonder now. Because that when I was back when I was dating, that was the worst part. Did it go well? Did I have too much to drink and forgot what I said? Yes. All those types of things. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, cool. Got my answer. I don't know. It's, it's unorthodox. Very. But is it wrong? I don't know. Hmm. Can I tell you one more that I, I'm hoping will, like, make my case? I would love to hear this. Okay, so my cat had just died, like, my cat that I loved. And the guy was like, good, because I'm allergic, and I wouldn't be able to come over. 
and I he was making a joke, I think, but like you can't tell someone it's good their cat died. Yeah. I was like, What the that was quick. And, so, was, and we had been like I already got a sense too because that was one of the app ones where you have to have kind of like banter back mm-hmm. and forth a little bit before the date. And already like he had already made some jokes that made me go, I don't know and then he was glad my cat died. So what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to like sit through the whole date? So he makes this comment. How soon after that are you gone? A minute, maybe. Wow. Damn. <laughs> a minute. That one was close to where I live, so I didn't even have to call an Uber. I just walked out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, don't get me wrong. Bad. Spiking the football over a dead pet's a messed up move. But, hey, I, I, that's the first thing I would have thought about, you know, with my allergies. Yeah. I'm like, eh. <laughs> but are you gonna say it? Are you gonna say it? That's so mean. No, no, that's the thing. Want... I would have said it in my head and kept it to myself. So I, that one, I kind of, I'm on your side of walking out on. But fine, okay. Uh, well, but now it's time, Amanda. We're gonna put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls, all the texts, and we'll find out are you wrong for just ending a date the second you know that you don't want to do it. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm gearing. I mean. I know. I, everyone's going to be like my friends. But maybe there'll be somebody who like, agrees with me. Only time will tell. <sighs> That's right. All right. Thanks. Hold on a second, Amanda. So call us up now, 320-656-9453. That phone number will work no matter where you're listening. Let's help Amanda out. Is she wrong for bouncing on a date the second she knows it ain't right? It's another day. Another day. Wake up. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. Is it wrong to walk out on a date the second you know it's not going right? That's what Amanda wants to know because that's her style. And her friends are telling her she's wrong. We got a bunch of people want to chime on this. Uh, what do you think? Oh, I try to stick around until I'm like super uncomfortable. So I think the longest I've stayed at a date was maybe 30 minutes. Longest or the shortest? Uh, the shortest, I okay. should say. All right. So you were on yeah. a date and you bounced after 30 minutes? Yeah, I was there for a drink and an appetizer, and then I was just like, these are bad, weird vibes, and yeah, I bounced. Did you ever talk to that guy again? Um. Well, we kind of went to high school together, so we were like in the same like hometown, okay. but I just tried to avoid like going in that area, and then I moved after a year, so now I haven't seen him since. Okay. Did you tell him why you left? No. No, he never reached out to me. I never reached back out to him, so I think the feeling was maybe mutual. Yeah. (laughs) So you're kind of okay with this idea of cutting a date off early if you're not feeling it? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. All right. It's your happiness that you're trying to find and go for, so if you're not feeling it with that person... No harm and foul. Like, no offense to them, but you're not the person, so bye. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad idea. Hey, sisters are doing it for themselves, yeah. man. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call. We got a bunch of texts pouring in on this one. Uh, very interesting. And honestly, I find it wild that the guys are saying no. The preponderance are saying no, that's not okay. Girls are saying, hell yeah, that's fine. Uh, like Brooklyn says, hey, I think what she's doing is fair enough. No need to waste time, in my opinion. Right. But Allie, on the flip side, says, hey, hold on a second. How do you know in the first half of a date, my husband and I had the worst first date? Huh. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't enjoy myself until about the last hour of our date. And of course, obviously, things worked out there. Vicky, girl knows what she wants and what she doesn't want. Nothing wrong with that. Yas queen. Uh, Tyler, a fella, says, I don't think she's wrong. But at the same time, maybe you're being a little picky and maybe your standards are just a little too high. No such thing. I You sure? There's no such thing as too high of standards when it comes to yourself. You're out of your mind. Okay. Come on. Rachel, I don't see the pro- uh, the point in her continuing the date if she feels that she's not meeting her standards. No one should have to settle or feel uncomfortable for the sake of being nice. Okay. Uh, other people are saying, like, look, hey, at the end of the day, what's the problem here? If you're not enjoying yourself and you know that this isn't going to go anywhere, end it for everyone involved. It might be a little rude, I guess, but still, it's very black and white. You know, now you know where you stand with her. Uh, Catherine, there are no perfect guys. What exactly are you looking for? Plus, you need to be friends with them to have a good foundation for a relationship. No perfect guys. I don't think that's true. I mean, we're here. Right. I mean, come on. This room has 95% perfection. Oh, my. Wyatt says, give guys a chance. See if, uh, you know, maybe opposites attract at times. Yeah. There could be something there. 
All right. Well, we got some calls, too. We're going to get her on the phone in just a couple of minutes and give her her judgment on this one. But, boy, it's like 50-50, men versus women on this Mm -hmm. one. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? What's up, brother? Not much, man. I'm not feeling this chick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think she, yeah, she's like something else, man. She's not... She's wasting everybody's time, and she sounds like she thinks she's just too good for everyone, dude. It's just well, silly. Is she wasting everybody's time, though? Because if she's pulling the plug early, I think she's saving people time. Yeah, she's getting out while the getting's good. Yeah, but she said she left money probably once, maybe like $5. She's still, they're still taking their time to get ready. They're nervous about it. They're meeting her there. They're paying for dinner. It's, it's still wasting their time. It's funny because it feels like women are on her side. Men are like, wait, hold up a second. Give me, give me some time here. Yeah, well, that's women for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What is... So have you ever left a date early? Have I? Yeah. No. Even one time, actually, I got totally catfished by a girl who's not the same person. I followed through with the dinner, dropped her off back at home, and then never talked to her again. But I followed through the whole thing. Dang. Because that's what you do. Hold on a second. You know, How did you get catfished? And then be done. Um, well, I was talking to a girl, a petite little blonde, pretty girl. And when I ended up taking her up, she was about 300 plus in a brunette. Yeah. So was it an old picture or was it a, just a completely different human being? Oh, it was a totally different person. And you saw the I'm date not, through to the end, even though she had I, totally I swear, bamboozled I you. I, did. I was living in Uptown and I, uh, I followed through. We went and had dinner and I tried my best to be friendly and dropped her off and made, didn't make her feel like crap. And then I was good after that. Why not? She 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 lied to you. If anything, this is the one case where I think you absolutely <laughs> have every right to leave. This is a, I did, but that's not me. This is a gentleman right here. What this is what a gentleman looks like. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're saying the word note. rube wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, thanks for the call. All right, let's keep them coming. The calls and the text. Is Amanda wrong for just bouncing on a date when she knows it's not going anywhere? Kelly and Wood. If Amanda isn't enjoying her date, she'll smooth get up and walk out in the first few minutes if she doesn't like it. But her friends are all telling her she's wrong for doing that. So that's why she's on Am I Wrong today. And I've uh, been getting some great texts rolling in here. People are saying, hey, maybe she sounds a little spoiled. But the, a lot of the ladies are saying, you know what? Like this one. Jean says, you know what? I like her. Good for her. She may miss out because, let's face it, we probably aren't our best at a first date. Yeah. But you know what you want. Another great text uh, came in from Haley. Says, hey, women may have a different perspective, which may be the reason we're seeing like kind of like a gender line here on this. Uh-huh. Is because... If you get weird vibes, you might feel like leaving beforehand so nothing weird or creepy happens. That's true, man. We didn't really look at it from that angle. And, and you know, and to be fair, Amanda, our caller, didn't say anything like that. Right. But if you're wanting to leave because you're getting a creepy vibe, I'm full on supportive of that. And it takes, a, honestly, it takes a lot of courage to yeah. just get up and walk away. I can't imagine how dangerous it can be to meet somebody, maybe for the first time on a, like a blind date or something. Yeah. There's too many weirdos out there. And you said it. Well, what do you say? Should we get Amanda on the phone and give her her judgment? Come on. All right, Amanda, you heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. Your judgment today, and am I wrong? The women are on your side, but the guys are saying, hey, you, just give us a second. Yeah, I get that. I understand. I'm just like, yeah, no, I know. I know. Maybe like everyone's nervous on a date. So it's like, give everyone a a chance to explain themselves. But like, can I just, can we all agree that the guy was glad my cat died, that it was okay that I left? That one, I think we'll give you a pass on. Yeah, that one stinks. (laughs) That one one was was kind of a bum. But, you know, at the end of the day, as I said, if you really are trying to find love, and it seems like you are, Mm -hmm. and I applaud you for that. Yeah, you, you gotta listen because sometimes, especially on first dates, like you know, people sometimes put on a front and it's not truly who they are. And maybe they're telling you something like they think that's what you want to hear, but at the end of the day, it's not. And I'm not telling you have to go out on five dates with somebody to really truly get to know who they are. But I don't know, man. Just maybe give somebody the entire night and you start to relax a little bit. And Lord knows, if my wife got up and walked out the first time I upset her, yeah. we would have dated. 14 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. You make a fair point. Well, Amanda, we wish you the best. Yeah. You know? Amanda, can, I'm not going to, I was going to ask how old you are, but you're not supposed to ask a woman. Yeah, wait, wait, how dare you? You can't, you can't ask, but like, yeah, I'm 30. So okay. that's why I'm like, all right, time to do this. 
Okay. You, know? you still got plenty of time. Right, that's though. what I was wondering. It's like, you know what? You still got you still got tons of time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm 30 and I look a little bit younger, so I feel like that buys me a few years. Yep. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for calling in today, and thanks for being on Am I Wrong? We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys so much. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. This comes to us from East Idaho. There's a man named Evan who works at the Walmart there, and he's fallen on some tough times right now. Mm. Uh, his wife is having some serious medical issues. His children are both having serious medical issues. And as we've all know who have been there before, once one thing starts, man, it's just a slippery slope as everything keeps going. And because of that, uh, but another, I should say another problem he's having is car trouble. His car was starting to fail on him. Mm. Well, they were getting ready to do Secret Santa, which they still do at this East Idaho Walmart. And all the employees got together and said, you know, instead of us just all buying each other $20 gifts or whatever, they said, why don't we buy Evan a car? You know, because if you think about it, $20, $25 per employee, 200 employees, you know, I'm sure people would chip in a little bit extra for him. Well, they were able to do that. They were actually able to buy him a Honda Pilot. So the car runs great, and they said, all right, now we got him the car. What else can we give him to make sure he can get back and forth to work or back and forth to see his wife at the hospital or his kids? Mm-hmm. So they also gave him a $500 Visa gift – I'm sorry, a $5,000 Visa gift card. Wow. And so they said to him, they said, we're not going to do Secret Santa for each other this year. We want to focus on you because you're a dedicated employee – even going through all this stuff, he never misses work. He's always there. He can always be depended on. He just needs some reliable transportation. And that's what I'm saying. As we know, once things start spiraling out of control, and then you have a car breakdown, it's like, well, shoot, how am I going to... Now, the one thing that was making me money, I can't get to. Right. And so they took care of one of their own, and now he can get himself back and forth to work, and he has money to pay for gas just to give him a little breathing room to get back on his feet. And, you know, anyone who's gone through something with a family member going through medical stuff, you yeah. know how just draining it is. Oh, it's it's just terrible. And any other problem just becomes a mountainous problem because you're putting so much time and energy into this, and rightly so. You said it, man. And to have people step up, and not only just coworkers, but just, we talk about it a lot. That's a community, right? Yep. That's community. It's people looking out for one another around them taking care of one of them, stepping up and doing the right thing. Especially this time of year, we're getting to it, man. Mm -hmm. We're going to see a lot of stuff like this. And the thing about it is, it happens more than you're told. Oh, I probably I bet there's a lot of times it doesn't even get reported to right. anywhere, you know. But you, I, I'm glad that it does because it gives us a little something to look for, or gives us something to be happy about. And it reminds you that man, they're just good people out there. Yeah, I, I, and I say it a lot, man. If you watch the news and everything, you think everyone sucks, and it's an easy trap to fall into. But I'm telling you, there are so many more good people than bad out there. There's definitely some good people in East Idaho because they definitely helped Evan out there. That's awesome. We'll do these stories every day, man. It ain't nothing for me to bring some good news to you. I love it. It's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I don't know. I've never, I don't think I've ever actually even seen a sumo wrestling match or contest or I don't know what they call it. Matchup. Either way, women are strictly forbidden from entering the sumo wrestling ring. And I'm not talking about to like wrestle. I'm talking about they're just not allowed to be in it at all. Really? So one time there was a sumo wrestling match about to happen. The city's mayor was giving a speech in the center of the ring. He collapsed. Two nurses, two female nurses ran in to help him to give him CPR to save his life. They were taken away in handcuffs. Uh, because that's how seriously they take this tradition that women are not allowed to enter the ring, the sumo wrestling ring. If you're the mayor, can you pardon them from their crimes? <laughs> well, he later on he did. Later on he said these women did exactly what I, I'm happy that they did. Right. Otherwise, I may not be here today. Because he was suffering from a brain hemorrhage, I guess. So these, w- Golly. I know. So these women come in to help him, to give him CPR, get him going again, and they get arrested. All because it happened in the middle of a sumo wrestling ring. I, okay. I mean, there's got to be a reason behind it. I'm not saying it's a good reason, but... This reminds me of like the old story of the princess who drowned because no one was allowed to touch her. That's like an old parable or something. Oh, I've like never that. heard that one. Yeah, I don't think that's not a. I'm not putting that up for maybe it's just me. I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's a you know it's like an old parable that 
this princess one time drowned because no one was allowed to touch her. I can just, I mean, because you have that. What what was the uh, the credo you take as a healthcare worker? Like the do first no do harm. no harm. But yeah. you know, if I see somebody in danger, like hey, I got to go ahead and use my skills that I have. But wouldn't it be crazy though to be the person putting them in handcuffs? Just because they wanted to go save the mayor's life, aren't you? Like, look, hey, I gotta, I gotta do this for the right. rules. But once we get outside, I'm, you're free to go. <laughs> All right, I, that's crazy. I mean, it obviously makes absolutely no sense to us here in America, but I guess they got their traditions. I, and you want to talk about a culture that is steeped in tradition? A Very lot of those much. things go way, 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 way back. So. Aren't there sumo wrestlers too, like gigantic celebrities over there? Oh yeah. They're, they're, like, they're a, like rock stars. Yeah, that's crazy. And have you ever seen the video of like, they don't do autographs, they do handprints. And there's like a sumo wrestler and like he smacks his hand on an ink pad and then yeah. he instantly smacks it on a piece of paper. That's funny. And he's, he's going, <laughs> and there's like somebody doing the paper. It's a wild thing. Those Man, dudes are crazy strong. Yeah. I'd like to, I don't even think I've ever once watched a sumo wrestling match. It's one of those things, as someone who has watched it, it's yeah. like one of those things you're like, oh, cool. And then about seven minutes in, you're like, <laughs> "Somebody do this something. is kind of it, huh? Just, they just kind of smash into each other. Could someone put someone in the camel clutch or something, please? Yeah. Looks like Roseanne and Tom Arnold just <laughs> smashing into each other. I'm good. Well, Wood, they got their traditions, and I found that super interesting that someone would get arrested for breaking that tradition. And that's why I brought it up. I went bad today. You maybe didn't like it, and that's okay. doesn't bother me at all. I have developed such a hard skin over this, because I know half the time I have to look you guys right in the eye and say that, ha, 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 Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yup. Wood will give us a story now with trashy elements to it. We're going to give a trashy score, put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. I hate this state. Massachusetts. Why do you hate them? It's so hard for me to say. Oh, you actually <laughs> said it right that time. Massachusetts. Nailed and, it. Na- say it once, be done. Well, that's where we have ourselves a young man. Well, he goes by the last name of Mortimer. Kyle oh, Mortimer. Man. Well, Kyle is 20 years old, but he was celebrating himself a little bit of Halloween, right? Well, he was either coming from or headed to... A costume party, I imagine. Okay. You wonder, well, how would you know this, Wood? That's because he's six feet tall and he was dressed as a banana. He had a full-on banana suit, but he had also been doing a little bit of drinking. That's because officers were out and about and they got waved down by someone says, Hey, there's somebody over here peeing on a building and it's gross. As you can imagine, of course, that is gross. So when officers turned the corner, sure enough, there was 20-year-old Kyle Mortimer in all his banana glory peeing on the side of a building. When an officer said, hey, what's your problem? Mortimer turned with his banana out and then fled. That's when the chase was on. It was a foot chase. And officers... Well, they had a little bit of a hard time catching Mortimer because he gave them, according to the police report here, a zigzag pattern. Ah, yes. But one of the cops was able to grab him by the banana peel, and I assume his costume at this point in time. Well, Mortimer then twisted and pulled away when another officer was able to use a leg sweep, knocking him to the ground. At this point in time, though, Mortimer would not give up his hands. He interlaced his fingers holding them tightly together and laid on his hands and said, you can't arrest me. This guy sounds like he's done this before. They could arrest him. They were finally able to get his hands loose behind his back. He was charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. He was asked, hey, why were you peeing on that building? He said, man, I couldn't find a bathroom anywhere. Literally across the street from the building he peed on was a row of porta-potties. He was arrested and taken to jail. All right. Well, mm. let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Come on. Ain't nothing wrong with dressing like a banana on Halloween. It's Halloween, after all. There ain't nothing wrong with having a few drinks on Halloween. Okay. Using the bathroom outside, though, on Halloween, that's going to get you a point. Is it, though? Ah, we have to score something. Otherwise- As men, nature is our bathroom. Remember when we got to the airport on the way to New York? I was like, dude, there's no way I'm making it to the bathroom. Yeah. That was fun. Bada boom, bada bing. Yeah, it was fun. That was nice. I was so worried about getting arrested for terrorism at the airport. Yeah, for peeing in a parking lot. It's okay, man. Look around. <laughs> it's Minneapolis. You can pee anywhere. <laughs> All right. Hey. Come on. 
That's so, your hometown. Well, I got to score something here. Okay. Otherwise, what, what the hell am I going to score? Peeing on a building is gross. Okay. Peeing, at, well, okay. peeing on a tree is okay. Peeing on a building. Hey, somebody built that. There's a lot of backsplash, too. Somebody's paying for that. 175 points for peeing on a building outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to run from police. With your hog out. Right. That's gross. We'll score that another 175 points right there. Put that away. Interlacing your fingers and laying on them saying you can't arrest me. Trashy. That is. 175 points for that. Too. No, I'm going to give that 200 points. We'll tag an extra 25 on for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He was arrested. That's 75. Uh, peeing on a building when there's an indoor plumbing facility right across the street. Trashy. That's also trashy. So I'll mm-hmm. throw another 150 on for that. 75 because he was arrested. Okay. I think, I think we got ourselves a decent score here. Come on. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Today. Our gentleman using the bathroom on a building earns himself a respectable and okay 850 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. All right, we got uh, your Winstock tickets on the way in just a second. I got to clean the spindle here for a second, though, Wood, because a lot of people are texting in. Mm -hmm. I thought a 5% raise on $15 an hour would bring you to $1,750. It actually brings you to $1,575. So Mm -hmm. I just want to, I want everyone to know I I have been made aware of my mathematical error. 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 As you know, we're not supposed to do math on the show. I attempted it and got it wrong once again. Well, I mean, and here's the deal. You just probably shot yourself in the foot for getting a job there at Starbucks running the counter. <laughs> right. Someone said, no wonder Kelly's such a big tipper. He can't figure out percents. Here's your change back. more than I pay. <laughs> All right. Let's come on. Let's give away some Winstock come tickets. On. Let's do something positive for the community here. Uh, we got Dan on the phone with us right now. Dan, what are you up to this morning? I'm doing some work. Okay. Nice. Sounds shady, but we'll go along with it. <laughs> so here's the deal, Dan. I'm we, some yeah. <laughs> we want to get you in to Winstock 2024. Jason Aldean, Cole Swindell, Ashley McBride, John Party, and more. But we're going to play a quick game called Three and Five. You've got five seconds to give me three answers to the question I asked. So, for example, Kelly Jordan, what are three shoemakers? Nike, Reebok, British Knights. Boom. Kelly Jordan be going to Winstock, all right? But, Dan, I'm not asking that question because, well, you'd have way longer than five seconds to think about it. But do you understand the game? I do. All right. So here we go. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer. Dan, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's win you some win stock tickets to see Jason Aldean. In five seconds, name three Jason Aldean songs. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm out. <laughs> big fan, big fan. <laughs> I I'm embarrassed. I should know a lot more than that. <laughs> wow, yeah, a lot more than zero. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a little tough. I mean, I was looking for flyover states, you know, something like that. Dirt road anthem. Well, here's the deal. You're not out of this, Dan, because hang up and start texting in the word podcast at three two zero six five six nine four five three, and we'll get somebody hooked up to Winstock. Okay. All right, you guys have a great day. Hey, you too, brother. Thanks for the call. Wood. Wood takes his sandwiches seriously. I very much do. And that's why you're upset. So here is the deal. When we were in New York, I really, really, really wanted to go to a New York deli. Mm -hmm. Never been in my entire life. And that is something I want to check off. Right. And we went on a jaunt. We did. We went walking because you put in deli in New York, obviously six million pop up. And none of them were good enough for you. I was starting to get a little bit irritated because I was like, Lord have mercy, can we please just sit down and have a sandwich? I walked up to the first one. I looked in. No, this isn't what I'm thinking. It looked fine to me. No, it did not. All right. There was riffraff all about. It did not look like a high quality sandwich. That was a mirror. So we continued on. We finally found one inside of a bus station. Mm-hmm. Order our food. I sit down. Now, you got the hot Italian sub. Oh. I got a Reuben. Now, I was very excited for this sandwich. I am not joking. And I've talked about, I literally talked about this Reuben already once on air. Right? When I said it was the greatest sandwich I have ever had. And the amount of times you talked about it off air is staggering. Oh, it is the pinnacle of sandwich. All right? I turned to Kelly Jordan. I am slogging through this because they stacked on the mean. All right? I only had so much room. Yeah. And I said, Kelly, you got to get a try. You got to get a bite of this. No. Well, now, I know Kelly Jordan has a problem biting into a sandwich that someone has already bitten into. Absolutely. It's disgusting. Your teeth have rubbed against it. I don't want anything, any part of that. 
So what did I do? I offered Kelly Jordan a fresh bite off the cut side that has been untouched (laughs) by the human hand at this point in time. (laughs) You still looked at my sandwich, looked me dead in the eye and said, no. Can I tell you why? Because it looked messy. It just looked messy, and I didn't want meat falling out of my mouth into mm-hmm. your tray. Just, I did it as a favor to you. And, no. and honestly, I don't like I don't like people sharing food with me. I, and I didn't want you. And here's what I was worried about: if I would have taken a bite of your sandwich, you might have wanted a bite of mine. I was angling for it because I wanted exactly. to try it. I, I was two steps ahead of you, dude. I was playing 4D chess while you were playing checkers. I was like, I'm not having a bite of this dude's sandwich. And he's gonna be rubbing his tongue all over my sandwich. I'm just telling you. If someone tells you that this is the greatest sandwich they've ever had, and obviously this person knows their way around a sandwich. Like, I'm not five telling you peanut butter and jelly, right? I'm telling you this is the best sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. And you didn't take a bite. It was disrespectful. Pass. And then it happened again on Sunday. I'm over at my friend's house watching football. His kid's sitting there. We get subs, right? We order in subs. I'm having a phenomenal Philly cheesesteak. Right. The kid's looking at me. I say, hey, kid, this... This is the pinnacle of Philly cheesesteaks, right? It's hitting the spot. You want a bite? No. It's gross, dude. It's disrespectful. Especially, <laughs> it's disrespectful. Especially a Philly cheesesteak. Again, this is a kid after my own heart. He probably saw how messy it was and didn't want meat falling everywhere. And he didn't want you coming at his food. No, he didn't have any. Oh. I am, I'm giving back to the children. But it gets worse, all right? All right. Because then I go, I pop off on him. I tell him it's disrespectful. Right. When your elders tell you this is a great sandwich, you try the good sandwich. You should try any sandwich that someone's telling you is a phenomenal sandwich. He takes a bite. He doesn't like onions, apparently. Pulls an onion out of his mouth, puts it back on the sandwich. Sandwich is ruined. <laughs> sandwich was ruined. Now, now that's disrespectful. And I even, I looked this little kid. Look, I, I like the kid. His yeah. name's Landon. I looked him dead in the eye. I said, hey, you're dead to me. You you just ruined my entire sandwich. Damn, that happened early on in his life. And I don't know what was worse. Him taking food out of his mouth, putting it back into my food, or you... That is pretty gross. Disrespecting me and not taking a bite. I'm just saying, if someone offers you a bite of a sandwich and they're telling you it's the best thing they've ever had, you should take a bite. But if I may say, it it was to protect you and to protect myself. And plus... We're not dating. I don't. I don't want to eat your food. Like I, I, ugh. I, I don't even let my wife share my food. One of the unless it's a steak where I can slice a piece off. Are you kidding? And let her dig her fork into it, and that way her her teeth aren't touching my food. You are a. It's the teeth that get me. You're a weirdo. BS, dude. You're a weirdo offering everybody sandwiches all the time. Now, look at it. So here you go. Michael texts in. I'm with Kelly on this one. No, you're wrong, too, Michael. Finally, for like the first time ever, someone agrees with me. You are wrong, too. I just, and that's fine. I have learned my lesson. You and I shared food in New York or in uh, Chicago. A pizza. No, hot dogs. We cut it in half. We cut it in half. So my teeth and your teeth weren't rubbing on the same bread. But the sandwich was cut in half. There's nothing wrong taking a bite. But that, but it was so messy. And here's the thing. The hot dog, I was going to take it, and now it was mine. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was mine. This sandwich, I was going to take a bite. Sauerkraut and dressing was going to be falling out of my mouth. There's no way you're your getting sandwich. the whole sandwich. I, that, exactly. That, that, you would have had to take that out of my dead hands in order to get that from me. Other people text in, I always feel like when people offer me a bite, they're just saying it to be nice, not because they actually want me to try it. Wood did want me to try the sandwich, but I also saw him eyeing up my hot Italian. I just wanted a bite. Right, and I wasn't about to give you a bite of my sandwich. Jake raises a great question. Kelly, would you share food with someone if they didn't have teeth? No, because what the hell led them to that point? You wouldn't take a bite of Mimos pudding? What kind of horrible dental hygiene do they have now? That they're gonna be rubbing their gums all up and down my meat. I mean, to be fair, you get if you got junk mouth going on there, there are some other questions. I'm thinking I'm just thinking two steps ahead, everybody. Becca, Kelly, stop being a baby. Take a bite. No. But Lindsay, great point. Kelly, how's that any different than taking a pull off of a bottle that's been passed around to two dozen people? Well, I can explain that right away. Alcohol is self sanitizing. 
Okay. It's alcohol. That's, it cleans itself. I get it, but I don't I don't like it. <laughs> Matt, the disrespect. Take a bite. Exactly. It's disrespectful. <laughs> what about Tyler? Dairy or soups? No way. I'm out on that. Wife's family shares ice cream all the time. Now, ice cream, that's nasty. That's gross. Y'all are licking it. Because there's no way to get ice cream off the spoon except using your entire mouth. But that spoon I'm okay with. But if you're just passing me a cone and I'm giving it a lick and hitting oh, it back, yuck. that's disgusting. My wife learned very early on one time. I went to go get us at McDonald's on a Saturday morning, and I think I got like a double quarter pounder with cheese. I was so hungry, and I and she took a bite. I said, "Throw it away." I, I like that's disgusting. Don't ever do that to my food. And that was the last time she ever took a bite of my food. Wow, I, I, I'm so grossed out by people taking a bite of my food. It, 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 I couldn't even do it. It could be the, it could be a million dollar sandwich, and if your teeth touch it, it's trash. All right, let's everyone just calm down. All man. relax. <laughs> we just How, JC, I, you and I need to hang out. I, you best believe I'm snagging bites off other people's plates every chance I get. I like variety, and everyone's food always tastes better than what you order for yourself. Gross. Chillax, Kelly. Me yeah. and my five it's from Hannah. Me and my five coworkers will eat off the same plate, same fork. We don't care. Oh, I would just. We're grown adults. We don't need to do this. If I wanted a Reuben, I would have ordered one. Uh, John, I'm with Kelly. I had an ex-boyfriend who was eating a Philly at a conference center. He sneezed while chewing and blew onions on the back of a stranger's neck. Now, how did we go from taking a bite to all of a sudden I'm projecting food on the children and people? Uh-huh. Ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't share my sandwich with you. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day that we tack on the end of the podcast. Uh, Wood's not going to let me do a live country quick mix at the CMA party. And no one's clamoring for it. <laughs> That's not true. One, Streets not talking. One person texted in. <laughs> and spaghetti sauce. How I saved $7 yep. but lost so much. Oh, and hot dish. Hot dish. We talked about that, too. It's all coming up in our first break of the day. We t- call it the bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Here we are. Oh, yes. Ready to do it this morning, man. Tuesday feels good. I think because we have a bit of a short week this week since we're taking Thursday off. I was about to say, we we do. do. Well, you said you gave me permission to have Thursday off. Correct. I I ran it up the chain of command and you said it was okay. I still expect you to be in here, you know, (laughs) just for... You know what, organizational purpose. what I'll do is I'll come right over from the CMA party. There you go. I won't even get any sleep. Just lay down straight from Raleigh's. That's right. Nestled in studio. I love nap. I look forward to the CMA party every year, though. It's going to be a blast. Because it's kind of headed into that cold weather where all our events go indoors now. You know, we have all the outdoor stuff in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And now Raleigh's is kind of the marker that, all right, now everything we do is going to be indoors for a, for a hot second. Get warm. A little bit cozy, you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of cozy all together and such. And, man, we got so many good prizes to give away. I know. I was talking with Tara, our promotions director, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, we got a lot. Because I had some stuff uh, that I was like, well, maybe we could give these away as, what do they call it, constellation prizes? No. Nope. That's a star. <laughs> what do you call it? Consolation prizes? There we go. <laughs> I, I, she didn't correct me because that's the second time now I said constellation prizes. Yeah, probably just, as soon as you walked out of the office, she thought, what a moron. <laughs> no wonder I have to hold these idiots' hands for everything. Sure, we can give these away as constellation prizes. I, I walked into her office the other day and I was like, hey, we, are we doing something? She gets so mad at me because, honestly, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I don't pay much attention. You, A car only needs to see as far as its headlights. Hey, you know, what's the and biggest you, window? The, the windshield. All right. You can see as far as the headlights take you. Anything beyond that is not your concern. You'll tell me when I get close. Let the other people handle that. Bingo. Plus, you're running so hot at all times, moving so fast. Mm-hmm. You need a team of people around you to prop you up. I've been asked, is Kelly playing a quick mix? I don't know. <laughs> you told me I wasn't allowed to. Is Kelly doing this? I don't know. Are you guys doing this? I don't know. <laughs> Hey, look, just tell me what time to be there, and the kid will show. Yeah. You told me I wasn't allowed to do a live quick mix. Well, the live quick mix, then you're too busy. Then you're up there, you're mixing and maxing. I know, but it's fun. Like, it's it's because it's live. It's only fun for you, though. That's not, oh, that's not true. The the craft beer tour after party was a blast. You had a good time. No, everybody had a good time. You didn't, because you don't like being around people having fun. And I got sucked into dancing for Mr. Brightside. Right. Hey, uh, I don't you dance. Didn't, just because you don't, just because you think because you're not enjoying yourself that nobody is. Well, I'm the only one that matters. On that note. Oh my. Welcome to Wood's Morning Show. Thank you. Wood 
And the rest. And them. When you go see a band, they don't just play a CD on stage and then come mingle with the crowd. No. They play their music. When I do a quick mix, it's cool to know, like, oh, man, that cool mix, he just did that live. Yeah, but I don't know if anyone... I mean, obviously, the quick mix is fun. Right. But uh, people want to talk to you, but interact it's a, with it's you. It's a different... and It's it's like at a wedding. You don't just put on a, a mix and then expect everyone to dance. Hey. You got to have a live DJ. Got to disagree with you. I did that for my wedding. And how successful was it? It was huge. <laughs> a lot of people said maybe the greatest <laughs> wedding of all time. What, did you have a 60-minute burnt CD? I did, actually. Well, we were, we were poor. No, I know. I'm not making fun of your financials. Too late. You just did. There's a reason why you have a live DJ, because he's looking at the crowd. He's saying, what, what song would elevate this crowd next? Mm-hmm. And then you hit him with that. Bruno Mars. Absolutely. Yes. Every time it works. Did you just play this? I see that you want it. I would love to do a live quick mix, but Wood won't let me. So mm-hmm. there you go. Bam. For some reason, he gets to tell me what to do. Sorry. Them's the breaks, kid. I, I, maybe, you know, maybe I'll just show up late. Look, between us playing The Feud, we've got Winstock tickets to give away. We're going to play Friend or Foe. If I had my Quick Mix stuff set up, I could play The Feud music while we do it. I believe that there's still a way to play it at Raleigh's considering the massive sound. There's not. I asked. I hey, called over there just now. I think so. Raleigh told me. Don't even think about it. Yeah, who is this? A quick what? <laughs> Click. <laughs> Uh, anyway. All right, well, should we get this mess going? Let's. All right. All right. We're hitting the ground running today. That's right. Now, if only I was allowed to do a live quick mix. Mm-hmm. Well, you were allowed to do it once a week. May I say something? May yeah. I just say one more thing about the quick mix, and then we'll move on. Oh, God. When it came to the crap beer tour after party, mm-hmm. you said to me, and I quote from Matt Wood, you were right. The live quick mix was the way to go with that. But that's a different event. I'm, I, I, I'm just saying. You know, I'm why, just saying. Why even watch the CMS? Let's just have Kelly Jordan just do the quick mix for Thank three you. hours. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be outside selling tomatoes, making a mint. Thank you. Finally, Let's go inside and throw this at him. Jan my says, goodness. "Hey, please play a quick mix." No, not now. I, you're not allowed to do my pre-recorded ones either. I have a two-hour recorded one. We'll just. I'm, I'm deleting it. Too late. Done from the universe. <laughs> I have logged in and deleted it off the cloud. <laughs> you don't know what a cloud is. Speaking of ruining things, I think I'm already ruining the Billy Joel concert this weekend for my wife. Not a doubt. Because here's the deal. we It's on a Friday, so it's going to be tough to get downtown early, downtown Minneapolis early, because of kids and stuff like that. Ah, uh, yes. And so I'm already like, where are we parking? How much is parking going to cost? My wife is like, I want to go to a nice dinner because technically this is our anniversary celebration. Oh, great. So now I'm going to be out, what, $200 for dinner, $100 for beer if we want to have a couple at the concert. Parking's probably going to cost you 100 bucks. Parking's $100. i am looking at $400 for a quote-unquote gift for my anniversary. Before you have even walked in and bought your sweet, sweet t-shirt. Oh, you know I'm getting a, a, at least a, a bandana. Oh, yeah. An inflatable <laughs> keyboard to play. Yeah, maybe a keytar. Mm-hmm. If they have those there, I don't know. But either way, I was just like, oh, so now she's like, can you not ruin this for me, please? That's she's on like, her. She's like, I'm so looking forward to this weekend. That's on her. I, what's on her? They, they, she should have known that you were going to do this. This happens every time. Right. I don't like crowds. I get very, very nervous in crowds. Mm-hmm. And I get nervous when it comes to being stuck parking. I, get, I just get nervous. I'm, I'm a nervous fellow. Yeah. And so I'm already like... She's like, we're going to see Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. She's like, These, this is like going to see two of the biggest artists of all time. Why are you worried about parking? Mm-hmm. That's what I do, babe. Someone's got to worry about it. As uh, Skip, who texted in, who, by the way, is listening to the show for the first time, apparently. Kelly, dude, it's your wife. Don't worry about the money for once. Skip, all I do is worry about money, man. Right. <laughs> that's that's kind of my steez. You are one of the three worst people on earth to travel with. And I say that in a place of kindness. That doesn't sound kind at all. Because like when we just traveled, incessantly, incessant questions of, hey, uh, I, 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 I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm worried about it. Well, here's the thing. If you want to be the leader of this group, mm-hmm. which you are because I'm not allowed to do anything I want to do. Because well, it's all dumb. N- right. Yes. Then you have to be the leader. Yeah. You don't get to turn it off. I literally had to show you how to put a bag tag on your bag. 
I couldn't find the sticky part. <laughs> I know. Hey, what, what, what? It's not, it's not. And then uh, the second it didn't start to work. Okay, what? It's not working. It's not working. They're going to flip the, I'm not going to get on the plane. <laughs> I'm pulling the emergency cord. This game, this trip is over. Hey, Kelly, thanks to you. We're here six hours early. I couldn't make a plane. Relax. <laughs> I do like to get there early. Uh, so, and then sure enough, what did we do? We were in there, good to go, seven and a half hours early. I, I, I even pulled a shift, <laughs> loading luggage. And the people look like they appreciate it. <laughs> just like, hey guys, I got four hours to burn. Can I just maybe clock in? <laughs> like, that's what I've always said. When it comes to anything, it's the lead up to it that I can't stand. Mm-hmm. Like with this concert, I know I'll be happy once I get inside and, you know, have a couple of beers and I hear... Sing us a song, yellow piano man. And someone behind you goes, can you shut up? Concert hasn't started. Yeah. I, I don't even know who's opening for Billy Joel. Or does he just come out hot? Yeah. Was, is he the opener or is Stevie Nicks the opener? I don't. How would you decide that between the two? Coin flip, maybe? Maybe. Maybe they switch. Maybe they alternate every night. I don't know. Whose agent approached whom about said tour? Right. I mean, I feel like. Billy Joel is more recognizable than Stevie Nicks. Now, is Stevie Nicks allowed to play Fleetwood Mac stuff? I think so. She wrote those songs, so I think they're hers. I know, but there's like, you know, like CCR. Like when CCR broke up, like those guys still to like this day hate each other. Right. And like Fogarty's not allowed to play certain songs at concerts. The other guys aren't allowed to play certain songs. But I assume, like, I don't think there's any real animosity amongst Fleetwood Mac. Like, I know they had their falling out over time. Right. But I imagine she's allowed to perform. I was just watching an interview with her yesterday, and she was talking about the fallout of Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, had it not been for cocaine, probably none of that would have happened. Well, She was like, they were all so coked out, making just terrible decisions. They were all sleeping with each other, and... I don't know. Rock and roll was <laughs> just a right. little different. And back she said then. that. She was like, I probably spent in one year enough money on cocaine to finance the rest of my life. Yay. And she even said, she was like, it was the dumbest thing. She was like, I, I look back on that and never thought I would have become that person. Well, I think, like, I know this kind of spirals off a little bit, but the, at one point in time in the 80s, Pablo Escobar was literally the world's richest human being. Right. Uh, the, when you kind of. Take a step back and think about that. That like twists my mind into a complete noodle. I had me some comfort food last night, so I'm feeling really good today. Mm. I had a Midwestern classic last night, Wood. Rice hot dish. Oh, okay. So what, like chicken and rice? No, 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 no. Okay. That would not be rice hot dish. Not the way I was brought up anyway. All right. Not in my home. Rice hot dish was hamburger, uh, cream of celery soup. Uh, chicken and rice soup, and then rice, all mixed together. That's a lot of soup. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it it, it, it creates somewhat of a paste Let's say on the meat. seems awfully sludgy. It's not. It's okay. not at all. It is delicious. And I'm like, why don't I ever make this? That's the kind of stuff that I was brought up on, mm-hmm. is hot dishes and such. And I was like, and like Monday, so my wife teaches figure skating on Monday nights. So I'm in charge of dinner. You're single dadding it. I single dad it. And how do I find the time? I don't know. Hashtag respect. Right. Mm. I even did dishes, man. Like, what the heck? Good night. Superman? Maybe. Don't tug on his cape. No. Mm -mm. But either way, I was like, dang, I got to make... Because a lot of times on Monday, like the grocery, the small grocery store by our house does a fried chicken thing on Mondays. So you just kill two birds once a day. And I love love fried chicken from the grocery store. Who doesn't? Delish. But I was like, ah, I feel like a bad dad when I'm just like, here's some fried chicken. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the kids should have a homemade meal. Just just because their mom's you know teaching skating doesn't mean I shouldn't cook them a meal. Eh, it's fine. But it was. Just, I was like, man, this is such. I didn't eat a lot of it because I'm sure it's not that good for you. But yeah, the kids can have as much as they want. But I was just like, man, I gotta like tater tot hot dish. That was never really a big one in my house. But spaghetti hot dish was rice hot dish and tuna hot dish. Like, those were staples when I was growing up. What the hell is spaghetti hot? That just sounds like spaghetti in a dish. It kind of was. Just put a little cheese on it or something? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even think we had cheese on it. I think it was just like big, thick noodles with spaghetti sauce baked in a pan. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds like rough. Look, dude, I was just happy to get something that wasn't corn on the cob Fair as enough. my main course. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was no protein in it whatsoever. 
But at least, it, at least it wasn't corn on the cob. That's why I'm 5'8", dude. I was about to say, here comes 5'6", mom and dad. <laughs> Thank you much. Until I was old enough to take myself to McDonald's, I don't know if I had any protein growing up. Well, I'm sure that didn't do any <laughs> long-term damage. No, I'm just kidding. But either way, rice hot dish, if you haven't made it in a while, revisit it. You you will you will instantly be brought back to childhood. I'm I'm actually moderately intrigued. Damn, I should have brought you this. some, man. You always say that, then you never bring me anything. Turkey Tim, rice hot dish is the bomb. You're right, man. Thanks for the text. Now I am trying to mow through our freezer. Like that is like my number one goal right now. Uh-huh. I I want to get rid of everything in my freezer. Usually we'll make a grocery list, week out, boom, set it in, lock it in, hit the grocery store one time, done. Mm-hmm. I'm just going day by day at this point in time. We're packing. We're getting all this stuff going. I just got to get through this freezer. So yesterday, I'm looking at some things. I thought, hey, we we actually kind of need to go to the grocery store. Right. I, I, I can't make anything out well, of this. Well, you're not leaving for like 40 days. I don't care. Dude, like when I... I, I, I know, but what are you going to eat for a month? Frozen food. We're going to get through this. Dude, okay. there's stuff in here that I don't even know what it is. We're going to thaw it out. We're going to figure out what it is, and then we're all going to eat some of it, all right? All right. And we'll all get food poisoning together. But I had to run up to the grocery store, and I had a moment. I have talked about this before. Spaghetti sauce. Yes. We were going to do spaghetti with meatballs, but I didn't have any sauce. I had to go get some sauce. The sauce I prefer is expensive. Of course. You have expensive. You have exquisite tastes. It's $8 a bottle. Dang, that is expensive. I, mean, I, I literally just told you that. I got to get a look at your paycheck one of these days. But I'm telling you, this spaghetti sauce is phenomenal. What's the brand name? You don't want to say? You don't want it to get out? Oh, I mean, this isn't an ad, but I'll go ahead and say it. It's like Rao, R-A-O. Okay. Well, I'm sure the I'm sure there's not going to be a run on it just because you mentioned it on there the actually air. Is. In fact, <laughs> shelves are probably already clean right now. <laughs> Every time Wood mentions a product, sold out. People are swerving into their grocery store as we speak. But it is really, really good. But I went there last night, had my little baby girl come with me, mm-hmm. and I looked and I saw eight ninety nine. Oh, and it I, went up a little bit. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So what did I do? All the way down to that bottom shelf. Oh, no. You know the spaghetti sauce that comes in like those army cans? Yeah. And it's just labeled like sauce. Like comes in a bag. And it's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, a pint or whatever the hell it is that we Why? use. Point- it was $1.48. Point of order. Why would you go from the most expensive one to the cheapest one? Because I just made $7 in my mind. Going from that one to this one, boom. There's seven bucks. That's seven bucks of gas, seven bucks of whatever the expenses I have coming my way. But now you don't get to enjoy dinner. I No, but I, I thought to myself, what's the big deal? It's four cheese. It's got to be good. It wasn't. Right. I got home. You know, we had everything going, sat down. I like spaghetti and meatballs. I look forward to spaghetti and meatballs. This dish tasted like spaghetti with red water. And it ruined. And I thought to myself, well, who's surprised by that? I've reached a point in my life where this is what matters to me. I should have spent the extra seven bucks, had a good meal, had good leftovers. Because to be quite honest with you, when I go home today and I stare at that in the fridge for lunch, I'm not beating that. Why don't you, why don't you swing by the grocery store on the way home, get some good sauce and put it on there? Because now at this point, Double down on the sauce. Now I'm $10 in on spaghetti sauce. What, what kind of Rockefeller do you hey, think I am here? I don't know. Live and learn, though. Uh, people are texting in. Why don't you make your own spaghetti sauce? What, what am I, Martha Stewart? Oh. I can't do that. That's something like only old Italian women can do. Right. There's no way. <laughs> right. The balance of spices and blending all that. There's no way I'm interested in making that. It, it sounds like it'd be a fun thing to try once. Right. But no way. Rose said, I'm so sad what is leaving. Don't even want to listen to the show anymore. That's I'll, awesome. I'll still be here. You'll still be here, but yeah. that, that hurts nonetheless. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't going to be here, then that would be the end of the show. The Kelly Jordan show is going to be just No, nah, it'd be trash. It'd be just complaining nonstop all morning. But I thought to myself, I thought, this is my level of adulthood now, where I am upset. About the level of spaghetti sauce I've made. You should be, because you have a sophisticated palate. Some say that maybe the best. I've heard that before, said <laughs> in these halls. And you like good food. And why you would go from eight ninety nine to one forty nine, that's surprising to me. I messed up. I'm you let me down. I even looked at the kids and my wife last night said, Everyone, eyes on me. Eyes on me. I that, that screwed up. I should have brought in some rice hot dish for your children so they could get a decent meal. I, I, 
I wanted to mess it up one time just to see what it felt like. I'll never do it again, kids. <laughs> Hands in the middle. Let's go. Everyone on three. But hey, that was just a little bit of a bummer because I do enjoy my food, especially after my gastric surgery. Right. I can't eat a ton of food, so I want my food to be high quality, good stuff. Nothing wrong with that, dude. No. You, you're, you've earned it. Nah, yeah. I, I, but it was a huge mistake, and it honestly threw off my entire night. I even told my wife, I said, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed early. Yeah, we're not moving. The spaghetti sucks. I'm going to bed. You know what? Send the kids in to give a kiss goodnight. I'm shutting it down. And sure enough, I did. <laughs> Should we do some history, Wood? Come on. Come on. Just to be clear, Wood will still be on the show. Yes. Just to be clear. Mm-hmm. I want anyone to panic. Look at everyone sending in their own sauce recipes now. I'm actually going to write some of these down. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm going to try this. You should make my own spaghetti. I bet you would make phenomenal sauce, and I'm not even joking. You are a good cook, and I bet you would make phenomenal sauce. Dustin from Wilmer texted. We grow our own tomatoes and cans. I don't think you grow cans. I think I think that was just a typo. <laughs> Thirty-eight quarts of tomato sauce every year. Holy, Holy cow! Holy moly! That sounds pretty good. I'm in. It was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1965. <laughs> We were introduced yeah. to the Pillsbury Doughboy for the first time. I hate that. Why? As a fat kid. Oh, yeah. A lot of kids thought it was funny to come up and poke me in the tummy and say, do the laugh. All right, you know what? Boom. Fight. Yeah. I was in a lot of fights as a kid. Well, a lot of fights. You had to defend your gluttonous behavior. As a round kid poking me in the belly and asking me to laugh, I'm not laughing. I'm going to punch you in the neck. Yeah. And that's okay. I I, I wore it. And that's okay. You know what the hell with you, Pillsbury Doughboy? Okay, take it easy. You know it's a Minneapolis-based company. Good. Put some respect on that name. I want to know whose idea that was and what marketing firm so I can walk in and punch that guy in the neck. (laughs) That's from little me (laughs) as I run out. (laughs) Run out with a thing of cinnamon rolls under your arm. (laughs) You owe me this. But you do have delicious food. (laughs) Um, Who the hell is that fat guy who just came in and punched me? Uh, it was in 1991. Because of uh, the HIV virus that I have attained, uh, I will have to retire from the Lakers. We've talked about that every year where it comes up. Magic Johnson announced he was HIV positive and retired from the Lakers for the first time. St- and, of course, Magic still with us. Yeah. I don't even know if he has it anymore. I, I think it's I think it's that thing where you always have it, but it's undetectable. I'm not, I am not a medical person professional by any means it is wild to me how I, I will see commercials on tv about how to become undetectable with hiv now yeah and i think to myself and i granted don't get me wrong i know nothing about the disease other than magic johnson had it right. and that we we're all supposed to be scared to death of it in the 80s yes but is being undetectable a good thing i think so i mean i because then can you not spread it because again, don't know again I, boy i really get nervous talking about this because we're so ignorant mm-hmm. but is it something like shingles, where you always have it, but it's but underneath it's the surface? I don't know, dude. Yeah, it is just, but it, think about it. It is wild to see how far we have come, just in our lifetime, right. of dealing with things. Go back, you know, 80 years of like polio and things like that that were such a big deal. And then all yeah. of a sudden, it's just like, no, we're good. We fixed it. I did not realize what polio was until like all this vaccine talk started mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And everybody was talking about the polio vaccine. I didn't know that that was a deadly thing. Debilitating. Like, I thought polio just affected your legs. I didn't know because it didn't exist in my lifetime, so I knew nothing about it. Seeing a picture of a kid in, like, those iron lungs. Yeah. Unbelievable. It looks something out of, like, a medieval dream. Right. And it was a common, I don't know how common, occurrence way back in the day with that. Yeah. What Didn't we have a president who had polio? Probably back in the probably, day. Yeah, probably, it's probably a... That's a dumb statement. Yeah. I mean, All right. I don't know everyone's HIPAA violations. <laughs> I don't want to out Lincoln. Uh, it was on this day in 2016. This. You just peel the skin off. Oh, you want me to take the skin yeah, off of it? The skin. Potato chip wrapping. <laughs> Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg had their first episode of Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. That still seems like the weirdest friendship. I know, but I don't know. I mean, you got to. You got to attempt, or you got a murderer 
and an inside trader hanging out. I mean, I guess they're both criminals. So. Well, hey, watch yourself. Snoop walked on that charge. Yeah, didn't he admit that he did it, though, or something like that? <laughs> I think after the fact, why not? You know, get the street cred and you can't get charged but, for it again. Isn't there no statute of limitations on murder, though? But, but, you, but he you, was cleared, so you can't jeopardy. be... Yeah, it's like the same thing if like OJ came out and admitted that he did it. Right. He couldn't get in trouble because he never took the stand, so he couldn't be busted for perjury. And obviously, he can't be tried again for the murder. Unbelievable. But I honestly, I think that Martha Stewart Snoop thing, I think that was like a marketing ploy at first, and then they'd seem like they just got along. They so do. what the hell? Let's be friends. They do seem like buddies, don't they? they it, it doesn't seem forced at no. all. And hey, good for them. Absolutely. They're both like the same age, I think, too. Like, That's weird. Uh, maybe not. Maybe Snoop's a little younger than her. Snoop blows my mind when I see him now. That dude looks like he weighs 13 pounds. I told you that. So when I met him, he was performing at a concert and I got to go backstage and meet him. And that's when I had him autograph my cell phone that he was like the spokesman for. Yeah. And I put my arm around him to take a picture with him. And what is this? Your clavicle right here? Is that what that is? Uh, Well, it's your trap. Your well, clavicle's on the front. Okay. Yeah. Either way. I was touching them both at the same time. Jeez. <laughs> it, it, just, it felt like I was grabbing like a, I, like just a pole or something. The dude was so skinny. He still is skinny. Unbelievable. And then he, I remember he came on stage, he was smoking a blunt, and like flicked it into the crowd and hit someone right in the face. <laughs> Coming in hot. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> like you just saw ashes fly like everywhere. <laughs> oh, my eye. <laughs> a shizzle. <laughs> and then I only got one birthday for you. He's one of our favorites, Wood. You want to lose their money, that's one thing. You get people sick, that is unacceptable. Clean up your Shut it down. We love John Taffer. Shut it down. Do you know how old he is, though? I, I don't I know. honestly didn't know he was this old. I binge watched the living crap at a bar rescue, and I, over like probably a four week span, and I don't think I can ever go back to the show. I well, it's on every night, every Monday and Tuesday. It's on one of the free channels I get, and they show like four episodes in a row. And I usually watch all four. Look, it's every, the same thing every time. Every episode is exactly the same. I could turn around your bar if you really needed me to. Yeah, you come in, slap in some new paint, creative fire, exit but problem that, on the dance floor. But that's why I'm always like, are these people that stupid? That own these places? Some of them. I've known a lot of bar and restaurant owners, and I've never met any of them as dumb as the people on this show. I think they have to play it up a little bit. Possibly. They, you know, they must. Like, and, and all this anger stuff. like. And my wife probably got sick because of you. No grown man is just going to stand there while you're throwing dishes all over the place right. and cursing at him and stuff. But I mean, how how easy would it be if he just walks in and he's like, yeah, actually, your food costs are like way too high. <laughs> right. It's like 25. If you, get, if you fix that, you'll be fine. Oh, thanks. Well, how old is old John Taffer today? I'm going to say he's like 64. Oh, man. <clears throat> he's actually older than that. He's 69 years old today. Really? Yeah, he's older than that. Okay. And, uh, and that's all I got for you, really, on birthdays. Well, it's a thin day. It is a thin day. And, of course, if it's your birthday today, we would like to wish you a happy birthday as well. 